Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock on the most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? It is time for the Falcons Report. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. o'clock falcons report oh my heaven on dukes and bell we are dukes and bell we start off every day and every hour by saying hey man well today we found out a little bit more about the guy that we've been talking about and that's hometown kid justin fields that's a man he is a man and he could be the new quarterback here now we're not telling you he will be but he could be and, Mike, we've been waiting to hear anything from Justin Fields. So today he went on the St. Brown Brothers podcast right. and uh, had a few things to say. So we want you to hear this because I think it's important for our listeners and certainly Falcon fans to hear it because you've been saying, what if you don't want to come here? You didn't say that. I think he does. What if he, don't, what if he wants to stay in Chicago? Well, he compliments Chicago and certainly says, I'd love to stay where I was drafted, but it's not left up to him. He also talked about his friendship with Drake London or their lack thereof. But at the end of the day, Mike, I think hearing from Justin puts things in a better, you know, a better uh, frame of mind because I believe, and especially what he said about the Falcons, I just think he's paying a lot of attention to a team that he's not even a part of. Well, I think that, uh, you know, as you said, you know, his dad and his family's here and his friends are here. He's hearing it. They're hearing it. He's telling, they're telling him, hey, it's, it's, people want you. There's a large part of our audience. Now, again, we did the poll yesterday. Chris, by the way, what were the uh, poll results in our exclusive <clears throat> 92.9 The Game poll about <laughs> Justin Fields <laughs> coming here to the Falcons? 51-49, wasn't it? I think it was. And by the way, we've got tickets for you to go check out Chris Tucker at the Fox. Stay tuned. We'll give those away between now and 7 o'clock. Chris is uh, speaking with uh, Deloitte and Touche right now. Just right. to confirm the actual. Yes, I am looking it up right now with a ton of votes. How many? Uh, over 1,600 votes pouring okay. in on this poll, which is quite a bit. No is your winner at 53.2%. Is Justin Fields the best option at quarterback? And that was a question uh, on our poll yesterday. Is he the best option? Well, let's hear from Justin. 
This was him answering the question about his thoughts on the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta would be tough. The only con of going back home is just people hitting my phone crazy. Yeah. You know, wanting tickets to the game. But, I mean, I think think they got a lot of playmakers on the team. And, um, of course, Bijan. They got my boy Kyle. And then, of course, Drake. Two, um, they probably need one more receiver, but um, they definitely got some guys over there. Hmm. Probably need one more receiver, yeah. which is something we've talked about. Listen, we yeah. need another speed element to this team that we just don't have right now. Right. I mean, John o. Smith was uh, doing better jobs than the other receivers out there. I said this earlier. Look, we all enjoy talking to Mac Hollins. He's, he's a fun guy. He's a wild, uh, wild man. You know, literally with the hair and the no shoes and everything. But he's terrible. He didn't do anything here. He was just nothing. I mean, what, 18 catches? You know, we like Scotty Miller. Maybe he gets a chance because yeah. he's still got some speed. You can't coach that up. But, you know, Kaderil Hodge, we just got a bunch of dudes. So, and if they, you know, if I, we like to think that we're going to finally maximize Kyle Pitts. Some Falcon fans reached out to us on the on text and Twitter yesterday saying, kind of Zach Robinson, your interview last week made it sound like this, look at him as like a true tight end. Well, I think there's a, that's a you know developing story. We're going to see what the guy does and, and fits into their scheme. But the, you know, he also hasn't had a guy like that when he was at the L.A. No. No, and, and, and that may evolve. I don't. I don't. I, I just don't think you try to plug him in as a standard tight end. He did say he liked. To, we think he was not a good blocker because they had him in those stupid gadget plays. But Zach thought he actually did a decent job blocking. Yeah, and listen, this is all they've been doing as of late. I mean, is watching film and making sure they're up to date on all these guys and how they use them. Mike, I, I, I don't know if anybody's had a six six four four dude. Right. Okay. I mean, seriously, for what we have or, or what we think he can be. This guy should be indefensible. He was, I, I, I mean, yeah, being seriously, right. because the range, the catch radius, the jumping ability, the speed to not only run away from you, but run those routes, Mike, which he couldn't run this year because of the injury. Right. As a 20-year-old still learning the NFL game, he was a pro bowler. And then he got hurt, and then he wasn't, as we know, right. So I know that some guys feel that we're still – we're just hard on anyone who doesn't bring – you know, doesn't help you win. There's not hating on the guy. We, we all want to see him get back to what we think he's going to be. I just he need was, Kyle to be a baller. Right. He was drafted to be a Kelsey, a Kittle, you know, even maybe more than that. You know, more. I think more like Jimmy. You know, I, I, I don't know. There's Jimmy Graham out there. We talked about Tony Gonzalez. But when you draft a guy at four, when again we did the numbers, 55 percent of the top 10 guys go on to be Pro Bowlers. You know, yeah. in the last 10 years. So that's there's a, a degree of pressure there. Let's hear Justin Fields on this podcast uh, talk about whether or not he wants to stay in Chicago. If it was up to me, I would want to stay in Chicago. I love right. the city. The city's lit. The the fans there, you know, they're great. Mm-hmm. And the people. But um, it's a business. I ain't got no control over it. So whatever right. happens, happens. But I feel like the biggest thing with all this going on right now, I just wanted to be over. Like, just let me know if I'm getting traded. Yeah. Let me know if I'm staying. It's an act. Yeah, I think like anybody else, Carl, you're hearing about somebody coming to take your job and some of the fan base wants that to happen. You're ready to roll. Yeah. And the rumors, I think we all, I said this to Carl earlier, we all want to know where we stand and where we belong, right? Nothing wrong with that. I mean, and if you hear the entire soundbite, not just the part, he wants to stay in Chicago, I heard it. <laughs> he want to be in Chi-Town, I heard what he said. <laughs> it's not what he said. What he said is, it's not his decision. Right. There isn't a guy that has ever been drafted who said, man, I just got the, the my, my dream opportunity. Some team just believed enough in me to draft me. I want to make it work where I'm at. Right. There's no quarterback that that has ever been drafted has ha- hasn't had that happen. But it's not left up to them. To his point, so he's going to go with the flow and wherever that takes him, he'll be happy to, to pick up and, and start over, Mike, and, and do what he needs to do. The bigger question is why does he follow Drake London on IG and not the Bears? Because people, this is what got our conversation started yesterday when I said, "Ah, you unfollow the Bears. This is something to look at." Here's what uh, our man Justin Fields said about that. 
Drake London, my teammate. What's up with that? What you mean? What's up with that? I follow you. Actually, you know, you know Drake? You. you don't follow me. But you know Drake? Um, I'll follow you after this. But nah, not for real. I mean, we played against him, you know, these past two years. But I don't know right. for real like that. Yeah, I don't really know. I've been the following guy. for a minute though. Yeah, I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's crazy. That's my dog. Um, I just know he's on the Falcons. <laughs> I mean, I don't really follow Drake Leonard, but I do know that uh, obviously, you know, with the, the proper delivery system, this guy can be an elite, elite Pro Bowl <laughs> level wide receiver. Yeah, he should have just said that. Yeah. Certainly, we need to get to, with me throwing yeah. him the rock. I yeah. know what he's capable. of. They need some help, though. They need to get some more pieces in there, wide receiver. Obviously, yeah. I mean, not that I heard that from anybody on the coaching staff because that would be tampering. But yes, you know, some people would believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. Bigo, Bigo, what did you say about how many guys he follows on uh, Instagram, by the way? 777. And how many NFL guys? About 500. Okay. All right, so yeah, he, keeps, he keeps tabs on players around the league, so, as well he should. Yeah, man, listen, this is how guys communicate and see what else is going on in other guys' world. Uh, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Just you? not his teammates, though. Right. Or the TV players. Well, that's because the phrase was, yeah, I still mess with the Bears. Yeah, I still mess with the Bears. <laughs> Still hollering about them late at night. So the Bears are like a late Nothing night. Going so on. basically the Bears right now are just a late night booty call for uh, Fields right now, metaphorically. It's the chick that you say you're yeah. not interested in, but every now and then you might at call. 3.30, hey, you up? Come on over. <laughs> Wear sweats. <laughs> you're up. You up? <laughs> yes. I just felt like that comment when you said that, and he's the starting quarterback, is like, I thought it should have been, again, and, and he's just answering these questions, but Mike, if you are the starting quarterback, it's like, yes, I am the Bears starting quarterback. And I expect to be there until I'm told differently. Right. I mess with them. I still mess with them, you know. But, again, he covered all the bases because he did give uh, res- uh, respect to the Bears fans that were chanting his name in the game we played against him. And certainly they were doing the last couple of games because some people are beginning to realize that the bird in the hand is maybe, yeah. I don't know. Because Caleb Williams, I'm not sold on this guy. I'm not. I will say this. Carl and I were joking. Some guys, you know, you look at Cade May, right? I mean, some guys feel he's an extra. Drake May. Drake I did it again. Damn it. Not, not the former Georgia lineman. It's Drake May. But some guys feel that Drake is going to be the next Johnny Herbert or Justin Herbert. Not Johnny. Johnny Herbert's a former one driver. But Justin Herbert for Washington. And especially when you pair him with Cliff Kingsbury. You know, I mean, that, that's, you know, that's for if you go down and you look at Drake May, maybe that's the right fit. But who is this great offensive mind that's going to be calling the shots in the Bears for this guy? This guy's going from, think about it. You're going from Lincoln Riley to another bad hire by this defensive-minded coach in Chicago. Um, as I said earlier, and this is it's really interesting to me, um, we did the poll yesterday and some of the pushback, and I get it on social media. Follow us, Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put him up, C. Dukes. Shane Waldron I, I, is the OC for the Bears. The new, yes, he came over from Seattle. I, I, I think part of the pushback is your fear that it's not going to work. Guess what, Atlanta? We don't know if any of this is going to work. We don't know if any of this is going to work. But as I keep saying, what's the best fit for your chance to become better and maybe make a run, maybe become a playoff team? If you're willing to tell me right now, you know for sure, okay, like so many of you did last year with Desmond Ritter, mm-hmm. that you know this is going to work. If we draft uh, Jaden Daniels or uh, Michael Penix, we don't know. It's, it's always a crapshoot. But I'd rather go with somebody who has the experience and has already shown he can play in the league, which is why I'm pro-Justin, not, not for him and not, not wanting him to be here because I feel like at least I know he can play in the league. I don't know if these other guys are because it is a crapshoot, Mike. We right. don't know. It's a, all these guys are wild cards. But Fields, I mean, so you're getting a guy who's inconsistent. You're getting a guy after three years in the NFL has still yet to establish himself as an elite passer, true. as an elite, cor- that elite is, quarterback. That is true. I'm, that's, the, that's the drawback. But on the flip side, for instance, the same draft. 
How much better is Trevor Lawrence? Now, they went to a playoff game, and they've got some – you could argue they have always had better pieces well, Mike, down let me there. ask you this. Why didn't Trevor Lawrence just pick his team up, put him on his back, and lead them where they needed to be this year instead of going on a losing streak and going to Tennessee with a make-or-break game? Right. And you make it, you're in the playoffs. They laid an egg. No, that's my point. I mean, he went – Here's his touchdown numbers this year. Sunshine, I know there's people up in Cartersville listening. Your boy, 21 touchdowns, 14 picks. Again, great numbers if it's 1976. Well, that's the number one overall pick, Mike. That's what I'm saying. So, before guys, and I know that when I did the comparison that one of our listeners sent us, and we appreciate it, where Justin Fields has got one more touchdown than Mitchell Trubisky, you're like, whoa. But you see the athleticism. I mean, rushing for 1,000 yards, you guys discount that as if it's nothing. And you say, oh, you want another Mike Vick. Yes, I want another Mike Vick with a work ethic. I want a Mike Vick. I would like to take Mike Vick's amazing skills with the noggin he had when he learned the game with Andy Reid and the Eagles and put it together. Can that be what Fields is? I mean, I, if the, if so, then we're going to have fannies in the seats, and this team's going to be kicking ass. And then we're going to laugh, hearty har har, about all these different things we decided to pick or what, we're, what you guys thought we should pick back in the day. But my point is, Trevor Lawrence, for all the hype about him, it's not all you're, all he's cracked up to be. The first quarterback taken in that draft, Fields win eleven. One more from Justin Fields. Why did he unfollow the Bears that got everybody going this week? Here was his response to why. I mean, what's we're not the, comparing. No, 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 no. Since we're here. All right, come on. What's with the unfollow with the Bears? What's, what's up with that? Man, bro, I'm glad we're talking about it because people, why do people take social media so seriously? Like, <laughs> but, like, why are, you, why are you unfollowing the Bears? Like, I still mess with the Bears. It's not, I'm just trying to take a little break. I unfollow the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Mm. Like, I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG don't mean you're not messing with that's her. That's true. You that's know? true. That's facts. That's facts. Oh, so you're saying you mess with the Bears more now that you don't follow them? Man, it's not even like that. Ah, okay, it's, okay. It's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no mm. football. And guess just, what? Just get away. Get a little away for a little bit. It's either keep Fields. We want Fields to the drive Caleb. So it's like, bro, man, I'm tired of hearing the talk. I just wanted to be over. Not wrong with that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I mean, like, right. the, just be over, and it's in your face all the time. The only thing I said, and I told, I told Big O and Turtle this, uh, delete the app. <laughs> like, yeah. if you don't want to see it, you don't have to. Mike, we're not forced to be on social media. Right. We're on it because we want to be, and we want to be in touch with what's going on. Right. But if you want to disconnect, and you're going to be on an island for two weeks, delete the app. Guys, you're hitting us up on the text line. If we draft a quarterback, what are we doing when it comes to the edge rush? Well, there's a guy named Danell Hunter. Who's out there that I think a lot of teams are going to be interested in? We have some coin. We looked at the numbers. 14th in cap with 25 mil. But again, other options uh, in the, the fields thing is interesting. Now, you, sir, want fields. Well, you know what's interesting, I'm for, guys? I'm for it more so than I'm right. against it. This is the exact definition of why people think millennials are soft. Because they do the thing, they delete them off the Instagram, and then when they're asked about it, that's the answer that you get. Yeah. That's why millennials are considered soft. Yeah. But I understand what him saying, and this is all that's popping up, and he's seeing all of this By stuff. the way, I, I want to disregard Chris's comments. It was an interesting uh, poll in Forbes, and it actually some research that says millennials are now catching up to Gen X as far as earning potential. And we encourage you to spend our, your money with our sponsors here on the radio station, please. That is true. All right, guys, coming up, strong arm story of the day. We have one assumption, but what about the other one? What are we talking about? Find out when we come back on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Us ...not only on social media, but also on the text line. Solomon Brothers Diamond text line, 404-726-0929. Lots of guys hitting us up. Um, it's interesting to see your comments in regards to where we should go with the quarterback situation. We've been talking about one alternative. Let's talk about another, because I actually think this is probably the more interesting one. Look, this could be over in just a couple of weeks. We get to the combine next week. All these teams will be talking. We could be 10 days uh, after the combine, and this deal could be done, and Justin could be wherever he's going to be after potentially being traded. And we're going to know whether we have this situation resolved or we're going to plan B. Let's assume he doesn't end up here. Okay. What is plan B? What is the best option outside of this? Because the reason why this is appealing is age. He's got experience. Um, he's a draw. He's a brand. We can talk about all those things. Right. And if he does well, he, he gets a contract. If you, the, the, the good problem to have is he comes in and gets up to 30 touchdowns. And his pre- completion percentage goes up. He, he rushes for 800 yards or something like that. And, you know, you go to the playoffs and then you pay him. You got a stud. Right. You, know, you feel then, like you got a stud. That's a good problem. The, the, the bad would be he comes in or he doesn't do anything but be the same kind of inconsistent but talented guy, and then you got to right back to square one because yeah. you're not going to pick up the option no. or the contract. No, right if back. it's mediocre, yeah. Mike, then, then yeah, we're back there. Right. But let's just assume, let's put Justin aside. He's over here. What's plan B? What are you doing if we find out, one, he's been traded somewhere else, he's going somewhere else, he's not here, okay? Many of you already feel like this may not happen. All right, so what is your plan then? Are you drafting, okay? What is your next step if you're Terry Fontenot and you say, all right, what if we don't get the kid? What if we don't get to bring him home? That's fine. Where are you going, Mike, and who are you going with? I mean, let's start with some of the names. You know, the uh, the Kirk Cousins thing, I just the, the money and the injury history, the age, it just scares me. Now, I, I don't worry about his playoff resume because I think the same things can be said about Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford was injury prone, uh, not won a playoff game, and then goes to L.A. and obviously surrounded with good people. Boom. True, true. But – let me throw a name that we really hadn't mentioned much. Okay. Uh, and Drew Butler was talking about this early with us in the show. What about, like, I, I, I'm not interested, but you think they would entertain Baker Mayfield. 
Because Baker, Ooh. you could argue with the right weapons and pieces like he had in Tampa, you see what he's capable of doing. But then he also has stretches where he's not that good, and he reminds you a little bit of Ryan Tannehill. Not Ryan Tannehill, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. You give, like, Remember you give Fitzpatrick all those contracts every few years, and he'd pop for a couple games and then go right back to his 500 quarterback, which is what he is. So I, I would not be interested in Baker. What do you think the market for Baker is going to be around the league, by the way? I don't know. It's interesting because um, I don't know if it's high demand. I think it'll be teams who are interested in right. filling the void at quarterback. See, Tampa's in, a, in, a, in, a, in an interesting situation because they don't want to have to go draft a quarterback and take a step back. They feel like, okay, we may lose Mike uh, Evans, fine, mm-hmm. but we can still be competitive. And by the way, Baker's not going to break the bank, Mike. We're not talking about $45 million for Baker Mayfield. Here's why it's appealing. I think Baker has a ceiling, okay, and therefore I'm a little less likely to do it. But I will say this. I think he's a $25 to $30 million quarterback, and where he's been in his career, he takes that. He right. takes a short-term deal that pays him 25 to Decent 30. signing bonus. Yes, $30 million bucks, and he's the starter in Tampa or wherever he's going to be. That's appealing versus having to pay him forty or forty-five million, and I don't think anybody's going to do that. Four thousand yards, twenty-eight touchdowns, uh, completion percentage was sixty-five percent. Now, granted, we stymied them that trip down there uh, when we, we were very lucky to get that win. But the dude, if you put put him in a Falcons uniform, hosting a playoff game, Eagles imploded, and then we would have been going to Detroit for a rematch. Which, yeah. and and I don't maybe we don't lose that game to Detroit the way you know remember because Desmond Ritter was a turnover machine in London. Well, Just a thought. I mean, but I'm saying, regardless, we were in the playoffs with Baker Mayfield the last two years, putting up those numbers. I agree. 28 touchdowns, there's no doubt. Remember, though, the guy that helped him out, Dave Canales, is now the head coach right. in Carolina. That was their OC. He was the guy right there matriculating but, all of that. But okay? Zach Robinson was part of the uh, Sean McVay staff that got that small sample size when Baker stepped in for Matthew Stafford and just lit it up. Was that an anomaly, though? You get off a plane. Was that was that what we saw? The playbook was basically <laughs> memorized on the plane. Well, right. but is that what we saw with Dobbs? When I said, right. you know, when Minnesota came in here and I was like, there's no way. And then Dobbs came in here. Yeah. Every now and then, Mike, everything aligns. Baker literally got off the plane and he didn't know anything and just went in and played loose and he was great. But, but that he backed game. it up with a 28 touchdown performance that now he's going to get paid well, this no, season I, as, I, as the full sample size. I, I agree. But, you know, the thing is, why didn't the Rams keep him as their quarterback? Well, they got Stafford and they've, I don't know. I, like, I, by the way, I don't even know what they think about Stetson Bennett when we're ever going to see him again. But uh, Stafford apparently is, is healthy enough. And look, they made the playoffs with Stafford one more time this year. And I know he was injured. My point is, they could have they said, you know what, we'll keep him around. We'll pay him insurance, yada, yada, yada. But it's they still, didn't do that. I don't think – I, th- I, I got to go back and look at it, Chris. I don't think they had the cap space to keep him for what the Tampa Bay Bucks paid him to have him. That's for too, one it's, season? It's too expensive a backup for Matthew Stafford with all the other issues you got. Um, yeah, and that's why they drafted yeah. – that's why they drafted uh, – Oh, the Rams are in cap. Yeah, yeah they're now they yeah. are. No, but they were they, – last, last few years they yeah, had issues. But they've been releasing guys and yeah. trading guys away to get out of cap hill, which is why, guys, this year was supposed to be a rebuild year. Well, that's, yeah. why they, that's why they dumped Van Jefferson on us. All of that. All of that. They traded, you know, their corner. (laughs) They got rid of one of their D linemen. Either way, um, the Baker Mayfield thing, if you're telling me here in Atlanta, does it work, Mike? That's what you're asking. Right. Uh, I I, I don't know. It it was only a $4 million deal with a $2.8 million signing bonus. But still, interesting. Especially with knowing Stafford's injury history, why they didn't pursue that route. Either way, he did what he did. I'm just saying, if he was all that, and we feel like Zach Robinson had that kind of influence there, and maybe... He didn't stay, and he goes and has a great season with Tampa. 
Was it enough for you to buy in and say, yeah, I'd love to have him here as your quarterback? What is he, 28 now? 28, I believe he is? Because the other options, we already talked about Russell Wilson. You are uh, opposed to Russell because of the uh, the off-the-field stuff and just the way it just – his brand has taken major shots. He's been body – he's like been, been a pinata in the last three years, well, going even back to his last year in Seattle. It may be unfair, but as I said to you earlier in the show, if you're a jerk or an a-hole, it follows you. Right. Okay? It's going to get out. I don't hear that about Justin. That's not what I hear. So I've heard a lot of that about right. Russ, whether it's fair or unfair. Can he play, Mike? Yes. Is he better probably at the quarterback position than any of these guys we're talking about? Probably. But if you're willing to take that on and you, you know, everybody says, oh, well, he'll be different in this situation. Well, he wasn't. I mean, he went to Denver and it was it was more of the same. And, and it's one of the reasons why Pete Carroll and Snyder wanted to move off of him. And everybody was like, what are they doing? And now we get a sense of that. So mm. I just believe, like, if that's who you are, Mike, eventually it gets around. Tannehill's a free agent. Nobody's interested in that, right? We can sign off on that. We're not interested in Tannehill. That's an Arthur Smith project. Uh, let's see. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, there's nobody much, out there. Well, Geno Smith. Falcon fans. Yeah. Any of these guys, how much better do they make you? They right. don't. Well, some, but here's the thing. Guys, on the, uh, there's a lot of our audience says Justin Fields doesn't make as much better if he's going to turn it over as but much as he But he's more has. dynamic than any of those guys you just talked about. Mm. If used the correct way, that is the issue here. It's no, not- he's got the highest upside. The, the athleticism, the the upside is much higher. Yes. But he's 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 fumbled at thirty. He's got thirty eight fumbles. How many has he lost? Chris? twelve. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. That, <laughs> and that big year that everybody talks about two years ago, he had sixteen fumbles. I'm sorry. Which what are you talking about? The big year that he had two years ago the that everybody oh, uses as season. the marker yeah. for well, how he, good he could be, he fumbled 16 times. Yes, because he was running the damn ball and running for his life. Again, put it in context. That That's absolutely true. But he ran for over 1,000 yards to Mike's point. There's a reason why he ran for all those right. yards. The only guy I would put over, because I'd have, I have to look at the contract and see what it's all about. I'm, I am interested in Baker Mayfield. But okay. there is, but there is okay. that, 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 that in the back of your mind, the worry that he does the Ryan Fitzpatrick thing where after popping and you paying him and he goes back to reality and he's back to being mediocre or inconsistent. I'm just asking you, what is but your But Baker pl- can move too. What's your pl- he can. He yeah. showed us that in, in the game he came back on us right. this year. What's your plan B? All right? 404-726-0929. Let us know what you think. We're going around the yard. Braves listed among the teams with the most pressure on them. What? <laughs> We're going to talk about it when we come back. And your chance to win tickets right now to go see our man, Chris Tucker. He is at the Fox. It's happening March 14th. Caller 7 at 404-726-0929. You're going to win the tickets to go see Chris Tucker. It's the legendary tour. Caller 7 wins right now on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Around the yard with your Atlanta Braves on Dukes and Bell. He gets greeted rudely by Ronald Acuna Jr. It is gone. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. So it's no surprise that our Braves are listed as one of the teams with the most pressure on them. Let me ask you, do we have more pressure on us than Philly does? who got further in the playoffs than we did last year? Do we have more pressure on us than the Dodgers, who spent $1.4 billion in free agency when you add up all the contracts? Or do we have the most pressure when you look at the National League? Now, we're just talking about the National League. Forget about it. If you want to go in the entire baseball world, that's fine. But, Mike, are we that team that has the most pressure on them? I mean, technically the Dodgers spent more than anybody. They've got the guy in Otani, even though he's not going to be able to throw this year. In Vegas, they're the one team that had better odds uh, or lower odds, I should say, than the uh, the Braves. The Braves were four and a half at the sports book that I checked out at. Uh, the uh, Dodgers were three and a half. So, I mean, I think the Dodgers – look, the Dodgers always have pressure, and they generally succumb to that pressure, if we're honest. The problem with losing the Phillies the last two years, Carl, in the, uh, in the division series is – I don't want to start to get in that rut where we got with the Braves after 96. You know, mm. 98 was the one year they overachieved with some injuries. But after that, you just never made it back and you would get knocked out. And that's that's kind of where I, I'm hoping we get some edge and some attitude and take some of that Philadelphia juice because those guys play loose. And they look as stupid as it was to have R.C. mumble something about, <laughs> you know, Bryce Harper. They turn that into a freaking rallying cry, you know. And meanwhile, we're all sheepers going, oh, I'm sorry, probably shouldn't have, uh, shouldn't have had a mic in there. Sorry. Uh. And we look weak. We look, look like a bunch of, yeah, so it ends with a Y. Hopefully they, they will, they will uh, get rolling. But the pressure, look, there's pressure on the Yankees every year, right? Yes. There's pressure on there the is. Astros. There's pressure on, oh, there's pressure on the Orioles next year based on what they did. So do you think that we are in the middle of our championship window? Yes, 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 yes. All right, so. And the reason why I asked that question is, how long is this going to last? Because 2018, we were allegedly a year or so before we were supposed to get there when we won the division in 18 and won 90 games. Then we came back and won 97. And then COVID happened. And we still went to the playoffs in a 60-game season, and we know how that ended. Then you come back, you win 88 and 21, Mike, and then the last two seasons we've been a 100-win ball club. Right. So if this is in the middle of our playoff or our championship window, how much longer is this going to last? Because you got most, you got your your core of your one through nine in the field pretty much locked up. Locked up. And, and the thing is, if I told you, and it doesn't matter if we were in the division six more times, but you know, I, I'll never think that the, the fourteen in a row will ever be matched. That's not the point. We got to get back and win another World Series. You, to Mike's point, you've locked up all this talent. You have gone in to your all your means, right, whatever the Braves are, are willing to go in as far as, uh, as spending is concerned, they've done that. I've talked about, you know, when you start talking about these contracts and uh, adding them up and, and guaranteed money, we have more than anybody else right now in Major League Baseball over the next four years. I get that. But I just feel like, Mike, the pressure on us, I think there's more pressure on the Dodgers. And then I think it's maybe us and maybe the Phillies. 
I don't know if everybody's just thinking the Phillies are going to get right back to the NLCS mm. next year and be like right where they were. I know they're going to be in the mix, but I absolutely feel that way about us. But here's the thing with the Phillies. Their business plan is one that ever since you've gone to the wild card, it's a, it's a plan that the Miami or then Florida Marlins used. Free agency. But they also, but I'm saying the point is you don't have to win the division. No, you're right. You just got to be clutch in October. And the Braves would be much, much better than the Marlins. They're one year they got hosed by Eric Gregg and that strike zone that was a mile wide. But the Marlins did it twice without winning. The Mets went to the World Series as a wild card. You don't have to win this division. And the Phillies have shown just get hot at the right time, even if you are 14 to 18 games behind the Braves when the season's over. Yeah. So the NLDS right now, 3-1-3-1, that's, that's in the back of our minds. That's the last two seasons. Listen, they, this, are, they are the boogeyman right now. Yes. Philly is the freaking – now, when you say yes. pressure, pressure starts – we're week one against the uh, the Phillies. Phillies yes. Let's roll. First series. Yeah, and, and you're right. I'd love to sweep them, come out, kind of you know set the example of what this season's about, but it's so early and there's just so many games, it's easy to say that baseball is such a long season. But you're right. They are, and that's why I said this can't be a season about revenge. I do think that we should have pressure on us based on how we're built. I, I absolutely but, feel but that this way. Goes, but you, this gets back to the one thing I think if there's a, a, a blind spot for this organization is for whatever reason, the GM or the organization and the GM don't spend big on starting frontline pitching. Because you've got everything. You just mentioned the window. One through nine's locked up. We certainly improved the bullpen. Hopefully it's as good, you know, as the, uh, let's be honest, the night shift. But why are we monkeying around with a Chris Sale coming off injuries the last three years? Why why didn't we go for some big money and put yeah drop the two hundred million dollars on a big pitch? You're not going to do it with free. That's that's my one beef about this organization. The, the the time to strike is now, and and you shouldn't be doing half measures when it comes to more important parts of your of your team. Well, the Dodgers aren't. And when I asked the question about if we're in the middle of this championship right. window, how long are we going to last? The Dodgers are all in, but they're all in in a different way. Freddie's mid thirties. Okay, I mean, Mookie, uh, you know, all these guys are now 32 or older, Mike. You sign Otani, and it's great, and that's a great draw for L.A., and they're going to pack, you know, Chavez Ravine, and and I get that. But we are built for the long term. This is a different kind of build, and if I said to you, we're in the middle of this championship window, we only got one chip right now, I still think we're going to be viable for the next five or six years. I do not think the Dodgers – are going to be viable for the next five or six years with the way that they're spending, unless every year, Mike, you're going out and doing this and spending a billion dollars on free agents. I just want to get that validation that that group of Smoltz and Glavin and uh, you know and Maddox never got. You know that second ring, and this team, look, this last year to, to squander the Ronald Acuna, the historical season like that. You know, and and the good thing, if Sale's healthy, you got a guy that you know he's he's around the strike zone with some velocity. Chris, who'd you just mention in my ear that's still out there? Yeah, there's two huge names. Yeah, but they're Boris clients, and they Jordan are not Montgomery and Blake Snell. But they're not going to deal with this. Yeah, but that's they're not going to sit for a whole season. No, either. they're they're not. Unless you think it's gonna be like Dallas Keuchel, and they'll be sitting there until like May or something or April. I like that a few years back. If I, you bring Montgomery in here, he becomes the best number four starter in all of baseball and solidifies that rotation instantly. Right, mm-hmm. and then. You have to worry about Bryce Elder nibbling around the plate up against Philly when you got guys who can really throw some gas out Listen, there, too. I, I'm all for it. There's a reason why they're not here and why they're not going to be here. They're not going to give these guys a no-trade clause, and the Braves are not going to do it. They're not going to give in to Scott Boris. I'm just telling you guys. Look, the, at some point, the Braves have got to slay the ghost of Frank Wren and the big contracts. You know, either you're in to win this World Series every year or you're not. 
you've loaded up, and again, through the organization and drafting and everything else, you've accumulated some amazing talent. Alex has, has robbed people blind with some of the best trades ever, whether it's you know offseason or at the trade deadline. But the pitching, we just we always seem to go, eh, let's get the Groupon on the starting pitching. I will never, ever understand why we are not all in like some of these other teams. Are we the team, guys, with the most pressure on us? Let us know, 404-726-0929. And, Turtle, you're right. But there's a reason why those guys are sitting there, and teams are want to wait. Here's the unfortunate part. Teams are going to wait, and this sounds sick, but it's true. Let's see what happens with injuries. <laughs> Let's see where our staff is. And God forbid, if we need to go there, then we'll have to spend the money. Yeah. But the Braves are not just where they are right now. Because I'm with you. This guy should be – one of these guys should be at spring training right now. That's not the case because they don't want to give in to the board's demands, which for the most part, we talk about no trade clauses. That's not happening. Well, 2019, that was the year of the Dallas Cowboys. There were a bunch of guys that were sitting out because there was basically collusion with Major League Baseball. They were not going to spend all – the, all the big money guys, whether they were Boris guys, whatever, all these pitches were on the float. So – I just, it's just, it's one of those things. You know, I bring it up every year. And again, if pitching was not the reason, well, pitching was in part a reason because you, you put Bryce Elder in a very pressure situation. The year before, you didn't have enough pitching and you had to go with Spencer Strider. You went with two and a half arms into October. So that's why I'm saying you can never have enough. No, you can't. But we didn't hit worth a damn in these playoffs. I mean, yeah. you didn't score. Well, the year, but the year before, it was no pitching. Yeah. But in a year where you had unprecedented offense and you led the league in home runs in every offensive category, you got into the biggest series of the year and you didn't do a damn thing. But the good pitching beats the good hitting. Generally, in the po- generally is not and there's exceptions. Twenty one, you beat up the Astros and you had you had clutch. The metric is clutch, and we just we've got all the numbers. That's what I'm saying, man. It's it's eerily similar to what happened in the late '90s, early 2000s with Bobby Cox. Right, they got to get to fix it. And also the solution for that hole that you had in left field was to bring in a guy whose career batting average is two oh two. Just saying. You're talking about Kelnick. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, we, we gotta give Kelnick a chance right. though. What, what, who did I mention earlier? Was it Dunn? Did a good Adam job. Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall did a great job a few years back. They even brought him back. Remember the Marlins? We got was gone back. If you can get Adam Duvall type production, then you can live with like the crappy batting average at the bottom wherever you put him in the, in the lineup, right? Yeah, I mean, if he's slugging, I, I just think like again, you know, we've seen guys in this lineup struggle, and and the lineup's been fine, and you were able to overcome it. You just got to stay the course. Everybody thought Michael Money Harris should be benched last year. Oh, he's starting off today. You got to bench him. No, stay with it. I got to see what Kelnick can do. Turtle, if we get to May. And he's not hitting worth anything, then then we can have that discussion. But it gets back to the, you, this organization. Like Alex has been masterful in getting guys to commit to big contracts that aren't the that aren't monster contracts. You know, whether it was Matt Olson's deal or everything else, what he got to Austin Riley to sign off on. We've already talked about the Ozzy Albies and Acuna, but just now it just seems like it, go all the push, all the chips in. Yeah, you know, as opposed to kind of hoping that a guy that was a washout in two teams is going to become clutch now. There's no backup plan for Kelnick right now either because your bench is David Fletcher, Luis Guillorme, Travis Darnot, and Eli White. I mean, yeah. who is that? I'm, well, I'm sorry. The, 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 some of these guys are guys that are making more money than Kelnick because they mm-hmm. still have control, and you can run them down to Gwinnett, right, and they can play, and you can have them just in case. I get what you're saying, but you're caught up in the names. I'm not. Like, there is the backup plan. You have guys on your bench that can play and give you uh, – play multiple positions if need be. It just seems when you are on the threshold of going back to the World Series and you've got everything in place, you shouldn't be skimping. And I think the Braves are skimping. I don't think it's Alex's fault. I think they they say – Alex will never tell us he's not allowed to spend like the other teams, but he's not allowed to spend like the other teams. If he was, if he could, he would. Shannon says, guys, let's go get Trevor Bauer. Hey – That's perfect. It meets all the Braves' criteria. 
inexpensive because he's damaged goods, but people at now the Braves will say he's a creep and a weirdo and we can't have it. All right. I'm Ozuna from the Braves. Braves. Coming up, top three at six. Benjamin Albright joins us from KOA in Denver. We'll talk about this Russell Wilson thing. Are you in or out on Russ? If you could get him, would you? We'll ask all the questions to Benjamin Albright and get his thoughts about the league as he covers the NFL as well. Coming up in the 6 o'clock hour on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 